Welcome to an extra special episode of Love and Justice, a super serious Sailor Moon podcast. This week we're doing things a little differently, and instead of focusing on a single episode or act, this episode of the podcast is all about Sailor V and Power Rangers and Next Gen and a bird that lived on our patio. <laughs> Jeremy Lee, the English voice of Sailor Venus in the new VizDub, was kind enough to join us, and she was an absolute delight. Seriously, she's smart, she's funny, she loves inspirational quotes. She basically is Sailor V. As I mentioned last week, we will be talking a little bit about episode 42 of the 90s anime, as well as the codename Sailor V manga, but mostly we're just talking with Sheremy about her experience working on Sailor Moon, her knack for voicing action sequences, and her newfound lifelong commitment to the color orange. I was a smoker, and whenever she was like, "Oh, you want a cigarette?" I'd be like, "Yeah, no." no. That's like a genius, uh, like app game. Like, how the many catch things the can things. you catch in a purse? In a purse. And <laughs> anything that actually goes in the purse is like you lose points. It has to be like oh, the most like, yeah. disgusting thing. Yeah. I think we should make this game. I think so I too. Think that's a great idea. Listen, guys, my brother programs mobile apps. I'm going no to send a suggestion to him right now. Send a a um, new Kardashian game. <laughs> oh my god, my sisters are obsessed with that stupid game. I won't do it. My sister Instagrams like <laughs> screen caps? Yes. Like her achievements? Yeah, Nicole Coley does that. Oh jeez. She was showing me, oh my god, we were shopping yesterday with my mom. Because my mom's trying to find a dress for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And she, Nicole was like, oh, I don't know if I want to wear a dress. I think I want to wear like a cute, like dressy romper. And I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cute. Like, like yeah, what? Yeah, a summer like, wedding. Would, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Good. Like, what would it look like? And she was like, um, it would kind of look like this one that Kylie Jenner wore. And I was like, Ugh. okay, well, she's fashionable. That's cool. And she's <laughs> like, yeah. and she's like, here, let me show you. She pulls out Instagram. It's not a picture of actual Kylie Jenner. It's the picture of her Avatar, avatar from the avatar app from the wearing game. the robber. Oh, and I was Jesus. like, Coley, that's not. She's like, no, she wore it in real life. I just don't have a picture oh of it. But she, <laughs> I was just like, no, Nicole. Um, by the way, Jeremy, uh, <laughs> we just start recording. So oh, yeah, right, recording right. this, okay. this is how all episodes start. <laughs> except, awesome. except usually I find an awesome transition into transitioning uh, into the episode. But I'm not sure if we can go from Kardashian no, to. No, no, no. I got one. Oh, do you? Okay, ready? Oh. So we were talking about the Kardashian app, their game. And it's right. like, I don't understand what that is. But what I do understand is the awesome Sailor V game app. Oh, shit! <laughs> There's a Sailor V game app? You haven't played it? No. Oh, my nobody gosh. told me. Uh, Sheremy, you need to get oh this God. immediately. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do it right She's now. doing it right now. The phone right. is I'll let it download. Yeah, it's Sailor, Sailor V dash. Sailor V. Oh my gosh! How I've I never heard about this. I don't. know. I thought you were just like, oh, that's another thing we should do. No, uh, it's a real it's thing. It's a thing, thing. Yeah, yeah. And you of all people, I know. I know. Right? <laughs> uh, so while she uh, finds the game to download to her phone, Silver uh, Crystal for Sailor V. Is yeah, that? that's it. Yep, that's the game. Oh my yep. Gosh. Uh, we're real excited uh, on this episode of the podcast <laughs> because we have Jeremy with us, Woo! who actually. Oh! Is the American voice of yeah. Sailor Venus, aka yes. also Sailor V. I am so excited to be here. <laughs> We're excited yes. that you're here. I and mean, now I have a new game. <laughs> like, the fact that you walked in, saw who we were, 
uh, and didn't run away says like really good things about <laughs> no, you. No, I was like, these are my people. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's really no. Yeah. It was and and the way she ended up here was really funny too because Jeremy worked with our friend Devin who cuts all of our hair. Yeah, so we've talked about Devin on the show before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if any of you ever have seen photos of us and you're like, man, those girls have some really fly hair. That's all thanks Devin. to our friend Devin Weitzman. Yep. And she worked with Jeremy on a project. Yes. Um, on a, a short for Shane Dawson. He was doing a short for his film, I Hate My Selfie. Yes. And Which is, it was a good short film. I just yeah, watched it, it a few days ago. Yeah. I thought it was really funny. Yeah. I really, work. really loved those pants. <laughs> <laughs> they were good pants. They were awesome. They were so cool. I was having flashbacks to high school, middle school days. I was like, I've had those pants. <laughs> I told them like uh, so many times, I'm like, this is the best wardrobe ever. That you're going to be like a giant sweatshirt and these oversized pants and you're like go be go be just yourself. go be yeah. and I'm like yes <laughs> greatest thing ever Lola um, you would have loved those pants those I are definitely small town rebellion you pants yes that's what I thought Purple of when I saw camo. them yes oh, oh yeah. Cargo. Yes. yeah they're pretty oh. good oh cargo oh yeah. my god yeah <laughs> deal those they Utah moms glorious. would have hated you wearing those pants <laughs> and, and while they were filming this short I awoke to a text from Devin, as I so often do when Devin is on set, being like, I'm working with this person you know. Uh, but this time, she was like, hey, uh, the girl who does the American voice of Sailor Venus is on this project. Did you guys, like, ever want to have her on the podcast? And I was like, uh, obviously, yes. I was at work when I got that text. I was at work at the hostess station, because she said it was a group text. And I looked oh, yeah. at it, and she was like, hey, I'm working on set. And I'm just like, oh, she's probably ran into somebody that we know. And then I was just like, how would you feel about? And I was like, what? And then she's like, would that be something that, like, you, you want to set up for you? And I was like, fuck yes, yes. <laughs> um, and, and so then... And I was texting with Jeremy being like, hey, you want to come be on our podcast? She's like, yeah, that sounds great. How do you guys do it? Like, do you do like over the phone or Skype? And I was like, no, we recorded in my apartment. I was so excited about that, by the way. <laughs> because like whenever, every time anyone's like, oh, it's over Skype. I'm like, okay, but there's always so much stress for yeah, me, I'm like yeah. afraid this guy's too gonna, stressful like, for me to down. That's exactly why it's too or, stressful for me. For and me, I'm it's like, the oh, delay. God. It yeah. drives me crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm convinced I'm talking over somebody, or there are these weird gaps. Yeah, well, and I've done it over like Google Chat as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for some reason, we couldn't connect over Google Chat. And I was like, mm. do you want to do Skype? Because I know that's worked in the past. And like, I was like, I don't have Skype. And oh, I was like, you can- oh, what are we doing in this situation? I was like, so every time I'm like, oh, this is so stressful. I will attach my answers to a bird. Yeah. <laughs> I will release it. To you. I'll send a raven. Let me get my my owl. Stand outside with some bread. <laughs> hey, listen, that could have been an actual form of communication for us a few days ago. We had a bird on our oh, patio. That's patio bird. Patio bird. Night. All night. Okay, so <laughs> we're getting a little sidetracked, but I have to tell this story. No, it's, it's so <laughs> it's like some Snow White okay, bullshit. So I come home from work and this pure white dove flies onto our patio and is just sitting on the railing. Oh, how cool. And I was like, okay, cool. It just stays there. It was raining. So, you know, it's an L.A. bird. It's not used to the rain. So, like, it just was like. Please, just please, please. please. It was It was flying at three miles an hour. It was like, oh, I don't know what to do. It was just, like, kind of going in circles. It almost, like, hit the bird flying next to it. Bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this bird flies onto our patio. And it's just sitting there on the railing. And then eventually it looked like it was gone. But I looked and, nope, it's, like, now sitting on the table between oh our two gosh. little patio chairs. 
And it stayed there. It had been three hours by the time we went to dinner. And I was like, all right, I guess this bird is still here. Let's check when we get back from dinner if this bird is still here. And it was. At which point I said, I'm going to go check in with the bird. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if it's okay. And I walked outside and it was cold. And because it was so like cold and slow, I was able to like pick it up and it like sat on my finger and I don't know whether or not it was happy about it but I almost started crying because I just got really emotional about this bird being alone. I, poor little bird. Well and it was Aww. crying too and Aww. like the fact that it jumped right on Lola's hand I'm like this is a refugee from the animal yeah. actor show that followed me home. The bird is like please please take me in. Oh my god this is I, a Pixar movie right I now. Know. I woke up at two in the morning to check on the bird. <laughs> it was still out there but then yeah. and I I decided when I when I woke up in the morning for real, I was like, if it's still there, I'm gonna bring it breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up and I was all ready to like put crackers out for it. And it was gone. <laughs> yeah. And I felt a little betrayed. Yeah. Aww, we didn't even say bye. It was a little here. sad. I, I mean, granted, we never let him inside the apartment, well, no. which is I think all he wanted. Yeah. But well then he would have yeah. never I he just, like, a bird I, That's around. what we were saying is like Sam he just would would've... never come over. Oh Sam's afraid. Is Sam of afraid of birds? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Because when he was a Kid, my fiance is deathly afraid of birds. Because when he was a kid, they had a parrot, and his mom would just let that fucking parrot fly around oh, the house. Yeah. And so he'd just open yeah. the door and all of a sudden be like, parrot in your face, parrot in your face, parrot in your face. <laughs> we had neighbors uh, growing up that did that with their uh, their cockatiels just all over the place. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not afraid of birds, but, no, if, I neither, was, but, but if I was to open a door <laughs> and, 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 and there's like a bird, and like yeah. a descendant from the, what is that bird dinosaur shit? The Cassowary? The Archaeopteryx. Oh. The it had uh, something. Both of you just said words I've never heard before. Oh, the, well, there's, there's like what the, just happened. The one dinosaur that they like used to prove that birds are descended from dinosaurs. Oh, it's the one the that looks like it's or just sitting with its legs open when it flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, and it's all feathery too. But it's all, but it's a fucking dinosaur. Like that's it. Like if a descendant from that family to start flying at my face, which is all parrots and shit are, yeah. I'd be afraid of birds too. I get right? it. Well, fortunately for us, um, we have a bunch of microphones and a computer and the technology to record. So we didn't have to like try to arrange this meeting via birds. That's <laughs> true. Thank <laughs> And uh, and Jeremy is now in our apartment because because she is not a bird and she's not going to freak out being closed inside. (laughs) What you guys cannot see is that she is actually a bird, and we are lying. I am really a bird. She's she's several birds in a coat. Yeah, exactly. Have you? Oh, that would be Snow White. Uh, That would be Sleeping Beauty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like the owl in Beauty. And the bunny rabbits are the shoes. So we are here with several birds in a coat. (laughs) (laughs) Pretending to be Jeremy Lee. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Who does the voice of Sailor Venus in the new viz dub of Sailor Moon. Yeah. Um, So, Jeremy, you want to tell us a little about your your story of how you ended up getting this particular job? Um, (laughs) Well... I had heard about it for a while. People, there's like, you know, like a rumor for years that they were going to be redoing Sailor Moon. And uh, somebody was like, well, they're going to do it in New York. They're going to do it in Texas. They're going to do it in LA. And I was like, well, I'm not going to like float around. Right. I mean, that would be awesome. But, uh, and then I got an email 
um, that they wanted me to uh, audition. And so I ignored it because I was like, if I send the audition in, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to – it's like something happens, I'm not going to get the job. As yeah. long as it's in my inbox, the dream is still alive. <laughs> so I just like left it alone. And then I was like on my way to um, a convention and I realized like, oh my gosh – the deadline is today, so I legitimately have to send this in, <laughs> or the dream will die because I am incapable of following I through on just something. Let it die. Yeah. So I was like, "Well, I don't have." At the time, I was like moving. I was about to be getting married. My uh phone, my like mic setup was not working. So I was like, mm. "I have an iPhone." <laughs> So I went and sat in my car and <laughs> recorded the audition for every single female character. Um, and uh, then I didn't hear anything. And I was like, well, okay, I'm just not going to worry about it. And then um, I was in Texas. It was like a couple months later um, for my wedding. And I got an email that they were like, we are having callbacks tomorrow. And I was like, no, (laughs) this is awful. Um, And I emailed her back. I was like, please, like, don't not consider me, but I can't come in. Can I, like, send in another audition or anything? And she was like, yeah, um, if you could, like, not do it on an iPhone, just, like, that would be (laughs) awesome. So I went to one of the other, like, uh, engineers mm-hmm. um, at one of the studios in Texas, and I was like, hey, can I um, record an audition? And it had said, like, this is – as they do for everything, this is super top secret. But then mm-hmm. it said, like, super, super top secret. I had to sign, like, four NDAs just to audition. Oh, my gosh. And it was like, you can't tell any other studio that we're working on this. You can't tell any other actors that we're right. working on this. And I was like – oh, man, how am I going to talk to this engineer and tell him to let me audition for this one show without saying what the what show, the show is? is? I need to say words about a planet. That's, I legitimately... In a fight. I told him. And then, and then they had all the... The worst part is they had all the call-outs at the bottom of oh, part great. of the audition sides. And so I when I, like, phrase it to him, I go, it's a show, um, like... You know, Japanese anime like we do, um, but um, it sa- they it's supposed to be like Sailor Moon, but it's not Sailor Moon <laughs> because we would not do that because it's been done. And the engineer was like, "I'm just gonna turn the mic on. I don't care." And I was like, "I go, okay, cool." Um, um. But like, don't say anything. Like, I will pay you money to not say anything. Um, and then when I was leaving, he was like, "So if you get cast in Sailor Moon, like, I want five dollars." And I was oh. like, "I go, it's not Sailor Moon." He was like, "Right, I'm sorry. The show that's not Sailor Moon that they're saying Sailor Moon callouts for. I'm not an idiot." Um, so I ended up buying him like coffee and a muffin later. What was um, that? But uh, that's, that's probably five dollars. Yeah, it could have been, like, you know, been your firstborn. That's true. So um, yeah. coffee and a muffin's okay. But yeah, I sent in the auditions, and then I like was like, "Well, I'm not gonna hear anything." Um, my uh, my husband and my mom. I had told them I was like, "I auditioned for this really awesome show, and I'm really bad at keeping secrets." But I was like, "I'm not gonna tell you guys what it is." And my mom was like, "My mom, anything loves cats, so any anime mm. that has a cat in it, she like collects all the cats." Oh, so she was like, "Oh, is it a really cool show? Like, are there cats in it?" And I was like, <laughs> "No." Uh, God. 
She has so many like Sailor Moon cats already, oh, like no. all over the place. And um, she was like, I mean, if it's like you know a show like Sailor Moon when they have all like those cats, I mean, I love those cats. And I was like, I'm just not gonna speak anymore. <laughs> so um, basically, if you'd been cast as Luna, your mother would have just exploded. That was actually who I got called back for oh. was Luna. Oh. I got called back for Sailor Moon and Luna. Um, and I was like, man, I actually really liked Sailor V because she's also like, she gets to be serious, but also super wacky. Yeah. And she has a cat. <laughs> um, so I was like, but I, I don't care. I will be like girl in hair bow number one, mm-hmm. which I got to be that in the first like couple episodes. Awesome. awesome. That's nice. right. Yeah. Sailor V yeah. didn't show up for a yeah. while. Yeah. For she a doesn't while. show up till like episode 30. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I had to come in and just do, do like a Sailor V call out after I got cast and they were like, mm-hmm. we're going to have you play a bunch of random characters to fill up your time um so that was cool but I actually found out that I got cast a couple days later at my um I was on my way to my rehearsal dinner and I got like an email from Viz that was like um so we're considering you for a role in Sailor Venus uh, in Sailor Moon but you have to be available on these days which was AX for the announcement and you have to be available in LA like anytime we record and I was like okay cool yeah I can do that. Yeah. Just whatever you want. <laughs> I'll be there. Um, but I didn't know who I was playing like until like a couple weeks before. And then Char, who's the brand manager, sent me a Facebook message. And she was like, I hope you like Orange. And I was like, does what? that mean I'm Sailor Venus? Like no response. Oh. Like forever. And so I was like, mm, okay, maybe I'm just a girl who likes Orange too. I was like, <laughs> Forgotten about a, an episode with one line where a girl turns into where she an just orange. says like I oh. love orange and like that's all that's she that's it. Oh, now wow. I really want someone to write that. Is so <laughs> so or I can do that. they were gonna call you back and be like, "You didn't get Sailor Moon, but you got Garfield." Yeah, totally. Congratulations! High five, this Garfield. Is not the project you were auditioning for, but your mom's gonna you be real so happy. Great. Your mom's You're gonna be real cat, happy. So. <laughs> Congratulations. That's beautiful. But yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Uh, but yeah, Shar, the brand manager, I was because I've worked with her um on other projects mm-hmm. and she had talked to me like when I first started working on anime, my mom had gone to like a, a doll show and they had a whole set of um the full set of like the original Sailor Moon dolls, like in boxes. Oh, those ones that are like really tall and lanky yeah. and like a they little look bit like creepy looking. Like but, they're yeah. in the boxes. They look like they look like Sailor Moon versions of swap meet Barbie dolls. Yeah, totally. They do, actually. That's absolutely one hundred percent what they look like, and, and I've seen the them little, at Swap Meets like, a lot. Like my little box, like still has the like Barbie dolls don't have like a tag that you like hang them onto the wall with. No, no, these do. These do. Oh. Like they have that on the lid. It's so crazy. But my mom bought like a full set. And uh, she was like, yeah, just because you started working on anime, I know this is like a super famous one that you watch when you're a kid, so I have like the whole set. And I was like, this is cool. But then when I started working on shows, I'm like, man, I would have... Now I have a full set of all these characters for a show that I'm not in. And like it sits with all the other characters that I am in. It's like right. very weird. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, well, I can't, I don't know where to put them. So they like stayed in this room. She was like, I'm going to give them to you when I feel like the time is right. But right now I'm going to hold them with all these like collector dolls. And then uh, when I got cast in the show, like Char was like, whatever show you want to be in, tell your mom to buy the dolls and put them in that box. Yeah, like, clearly. Yeah. Wherever it was, it's like a magical box that. 
that's amazing. Um, so yeah, are they are they being placed in some sort of summoning circle? Is that know. what's going on? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where the box. Like the box is probably sitting over a portal in my house. Like I don't know what the deal is. So crazy. But yeah. You're gonna find that portal and just start yeah. throwing things. I know, right? I know. Just to see what happens. So uh, you mentioned that your mom recognized the Sailor Moon characters because you did watch Sailor Moon when you I were did. a kid. Yeah, yeah. What was what was your childhood Sailor Moon experience. Yeah, we, like. ask, we ask everybody um, that. Yeah. I, I remember watching it on television um, and I remember like, man, this is a show that is, the animation is not like anything else and it's super colorful and mm-hmm. like, this sounds so bad, but I was like, I like the show because the girls like actually do stuff. Like yes. they're super yes. powerful, which I feel like when we were kids that was like very rare. Yeah, not yeah. super common. I, I think that that's actually... Because of Sailor Moon, which was very much my, like, gateway anime as a kid, which yeah, got totally. me into watching other anime, I-, I think that was sort of why I latched on to anime mm-hmm. around, like, 12, 13, 14, yeah. because there were all these shows yeah. where, like, girls got to do stuff. Well, because in, in most cartoons that I watched, there was, like, one token yes. girl. Yes! Thank you. And she was either, like, the antagonist Mm-hmm. Or she was like the ingenue that everybody just like stared at from afar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she maybe had a line here and there, but the guys were the ones saying all the funny yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like all, like yeah. all those Dis- like all those Disney t- uh, cartoons, like uh, yeah. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers yeah, yeah, yeah. and Tailspin. Mm-hmm. And like there was one girl. Always yeah. one girl. Even, you know, <laughs> though it was a bastardized version of Go Lion and several other series in the Go Lion realm like even Voltron which yeah. which I mean is anime but like there was just the one, one girl. girl and it's something that I'm actually finding frustrating because I've been binge watching um Transformers Prime because I'm about to start hosting the uh Robots in Disguise after show at After oh, Buzz oh nice which is the sequel series to that and like I really like Transformers Prime but it's the same thing there is one human girl and there is one Transformer girl That's and I'm ridiculous. like come on well, guys it's, it's this thing that I feel like really kind of started in the 80s where you introduce your cast of characters and you go, this one's the smart one, this one's the sarcastic one, yeah. this one's the leader, this one's the girl. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. accurate. Yeah. The only it's like, it, what, describe to me what a girl, like, yeah. yeah, that person has to represent, like, everything Every girl. Yeah. Yeah. that is a girl. And so I feel like they don't, they didn't know how to do that, so they're just like, mm. well, this won't make her talk very much. Mm. Yeah. we yeah. don't know how to, what, what she should say. She's gonna that's have, right. like, a, a a really great like jacket, right? Yeah. <laughs> or really awesome hair. Right. right. Like they always have good hair. It's true. They, they Which really ruined my do. expectations for what my hair was supposed <laughs> to be doing. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's why I think um, cartoons like Gem and the Holograms was such oh, a oh yeah because it's, totally. it's nothing but girls and yeah. one and one token and one dude. dude and you know what that token dude fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Really oh, is the worst. And I mean that is. For the most part, what we see in Sailor Moon, like there really is only one principal male right, character. Right. That's true. And there's, he's awesome. He, well. Well, there's a male cat. Yeah, there's there is a male cat. <laughs> a token, token male cat. Token who male cat. I would a actually, TMC. Who I would actually argue for the most part in the 90s anime may or may not actually be more useful than the human male lead. I get no, so. No, I think that's true. I get so frustrated with <laughs> I'm like, oh, and I know that's how, like, girls are because I've been that way at some points, but I'm like, and I see other girls do it, and I get that that's why I love that about the show, but I'll get so frustrated because I'm like, okay, he's being an idiot. 
Let's not like just dwell on it. Let's uh-huh. still get our stuff done. Yeah. yeah. And, like we can come back and deal with that later. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't need to like go, why isn't he talking to me? I can't do anything. Yeah. Like I just want to be like, you can. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's really it's just okay. Fine. Well, and that was something that that they sort of like fleshed out more in the 90s version of the anime yeah. where they added all of that filler stuff. A lot of it was like, yeah, Tuxedo Mask and I are having a fight. And it's like, who cares? It's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, Don't you have some evil to fight today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to show up. Yeah, yeah He true. does care about you. Yep. He oddly shows up all at all the right moments. Yeah, yeah. Take that as a sign. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's going to keep showing up. <laughs> yeah. And that is one thing, you know, in the manga that we don't really see a whole lot is a lot of, like, obsessing over boys and dwelling over yeah, boys mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, she and Tuxedo Mask are more or less always getting along. Uh, Though, I was rereading Codename Sailor V, and there is a little bit of that in that manga series with Sailor Venus. However... They pretty much always turned out to be a bad guy. It's true. I I was actually when I was reading it, I'm like, wait, how does it work out so well for Sailor V? But for Sailor V, like, I would just be like, just don't like anybody. No, I mean that is like almost the point of the Sailor V manga. And I and actually, it's frustrating. But I like that ultimately, like the theme there is that she's. She doesn't need she them. doesn't need love. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't need romantic love to like be fulfilled as a person. Yeah. I, I just want to see the day when Sailor V like stops to get like a hot dog and it's like the vendors are here and she's like, "Hey, thanks for my hot dog." And he's like, "No." And he just throws it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> just like every day uh, every, with this. You're always horrible. That was, I remember reading it being like, "Man, why is every man not all men are bad? Like, no. what is happening? No, here? but in Sailor V's they just seem to be. Yeah, and not we'll only are they around. bad, they are like they're monsters. Demons. They're after yeah. her. Yeah. And of course, monsters. And like the only one who doesn't turn out to be a bad guy is um Saito Senpai. Yeah. In uh I believe it's act eight of the Sailor V manga, who actually this character, I believe. Uh, so in the very first Sailor Moon musical was actually the first time that that character showed up oh. and because the first Sailor Moon musical basically is like Dark Kingdom revived. So like <laughs> basically Queen Beryl and all the Shitano come back. And it's really weird for me to watch that now having watched. Have you seen any of the new Sailor Moon musicals? I haven't. The Ray Conquistar, Petit Etranger. They're amazing. And they are a style of Japanese theater um, that is all women. It's called Terazuka. And oh, so cool. the entire cast is played by they're all women. That's really uh, cool. The tuxedo mask is ruining my life. Yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> she's way too handsome. Yeah. And then when they did Petite Andre... Etranger. Andre, I, don't speak, I don't speak French. But uh, when they did that one, uh, you know, the Dark Moon Clan is all yeah. is all dudes. Uh, the girl who plays Ruby is, oh my God. is so handsome. And then like her, there's a moment where she and uh, Tuxedo Mask are on stage at the same time. And I'm like, well, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I don't know what I'm going to do with and they do uh, Sailor Moon S as a musical and Sailor Uranus is on stage. Oh my gosh. It's going to be too much. I can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, I'm not ready for that. But anyway. Time out corner for you. I have to watch that. It's like really really weird though to go back and watch the old Sailor Moon musicals where like the Shitano are actually being played by men. I'm like, they're a little too like butch for me. I (laughs) I want them to be pretty. Yeah, yeah, I want them to be pretty. Uh, But anyway, 
So in the first one, there's this whole plot line where uh, Minako is in love with her senpai named Saito. Uh, they kind of get together and then it turns out, nope, I'm secretly Kunzite. Uh, oh. Yeah. Now, Nako Takeuchi liked that storyline so much that when she continued the Sailor V manga, because she only wrote like one or two acts and mm. then focused on Sailor Moon. Um, but she did eventually continue and wrap up the Sailor v-, uh. v manga, which I think she did in a fantastic way. I love the ending of the Sailor V manga immensely. Uh, so basically, she liked that storyline so much that she wrote it in. So it's like Saito is the only one who didn't turn out to be a bad guy, but like in his original incarnation, he was <laughs> he a bad guy. guy. That's <laughs> well, so sad. I know. Mo- and also Motoki. Because we do meet Motoki. Oh, yeah. You do meet Motoki yeah. in, uh, in Code Name So Taylor those B. two dudes out of 16 <laughs> chapters really doing well with those odds, Taylor V. Real good. Yep, so good, good. So good. <laughs> I'm, like, um, hoping, I'm hoping someday. Yeah. I was hoping a little bit with Sailor Moon Crystal that they might have... Uh, so when they announced that Sailor Moon Crystal was going to be 26 episodes, yeah. I kind of hoped that like they would take 26 episodes to tell just the Dark Kingdom story and we might get like a little more background. Yeah, Yeah, totally. That for sure. That's what (laughs) I really wanted. (laughs) I really like the Dark Kingdom a lot. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked to elaborate on on all the stories because I mean, I mean, I feel like if you're going to retell it, that would be awesome. Yeah. I don't know. What I've said a lot about Sailor Moon Crystal is like, I can't complain being a huge fan of the manga because it is a direct page yeah. to screen translation. I can't be mad about right. that. But I can wish that they had done a little more. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like I've told a couple people with um, Sailor Moon Crystal is like, you know, at the speed that they were putting out episodes mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and someone had said like they were really just wanting to get it out as fast as possible because they know that that people wanted it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, for a company to like be that fan conscious mm-hmm. is that's amazing. So admirable. Yeah, absolutely. And I know they said like some of the episodes they thought the animation might have come across as rushed, so they mm-hmm. wanted to go back and redo it. Yeah. And I'm like, that is insane. Yeah, and apparently cool. apparently that's actually fairly common with anime yeah. is that when it comes out, it is kind of rough looking, but yeah. we as Americans are just so used to seeing a super finished product. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. We're used to the whole series aired in Japan and they already have the Blu-rays out in yeah, Japan and right. then we get it here and it gets dubbed, it gets subtitled, it gets distributed. And it's clean. And, and it's yeah. clean and it's done. Yeah. So I think, you know, there is a lot of criticism from Americans with the animation of Sailor Moon and I'm like, uh, guys, we're literally seeing this the exact uh, yeah, same day exactly. it comes out yeah. in Japan. Which is insane. Yeah. It and blows the fact my that they want to take care of it and yeah. they want to make sure that, that everybody's happy is well, really cool. I think that for, especially like as a kid who grew up where when you wanted to watch Sailor Moon and you weren't, you know, watching you, it when it was yeah. on TV, you had to find like the, the VHS tapes at Blockbuster with yeah. three episodes yeah. on them and they weren't. They weren't in order. No, no, they were not. And you had to scrape together Sailor Moon. You had to like find friends that had taped it off TV and yeah. to be able to just like, oh, I'm going to stream this whole thing. Mm, that face looks funny in that shot. Boom. Yeah. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, we have the whole thing. Well, and that, that was the other thing that I was very excited about with the VizDub is they said like, we're going to be showing episodes that w- yeah, never, were never yeah. in the United States. Yeah. And like scenes that were cut, we're putting back mm-hmm. in and we're keeping the translation the same. And Amanda, who like uh, knows every episode and plays uh, Sailor Jupiter, she's like, she said she reenacted all the episodes like multiple times. She would be like watching as a kid and so she's like, she'd be watching it and I would say like, 
I don't remember this episode. Does this because she goes, no, we never got this. Episode. We never got this. Episode. And I'm yeah. like, if, there, if it's a question of like, is my memory just bad? I'll just like ask Amanda. And Amanda's like, no, we didn't get it. And I'm like, okay, we didn't okay. get it. Got it. Amanda knows. <laughs> but like, I'm like, that's so cool that like yeah. we're gonna get to see things that we haven't yeah. before. Yeah. Well, it, and especially like for me because it's like I put a good amount of effort into seeing as much Sailor Moon as I could. Like I had like bootleg fan sub tapes. <laughs> um, I did of, of Sailor Stars, guys, nice. <laughs> which wow. which has. Man. Which has never been dubbed before. Yeah. So I hope they I, do it. Well, that's the but plan. But Sailor Moon Crystal, they're going to go to stars? Oh, oh no, no, no. I'm talking about uh, the 90s anime series right. and how- Are they going to dub that too? I, that's my understanding is that they bought the rights to the entire series. They don't, I don't know anything. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> even if you did, we understand that you can't tell us Right, because you I signed mean, 97 would, NDAs. Yeah, 97 million. <laughs> um, I don't know, I mean like, we were at uh, AX and somebody came up to us and they were like, we're so excited that you're going to be working in Crystal. And we were like, we're going to be working in Crystal. And they were like, no. No, you, you guys are going to be working yeah. on Crystal. And the guy was like, oh, I thought you guys were going to be working on Crystal. We're like, oh. Uh, and then somebody else comes up like a month later. He's like, so it's officially working on Crystal. <gasps> yeah. I, like, I was like, wait, we're working on Crystal? And the the head person was like, no, you guys aren't working on Crystal. Oh. I was like, no, jeez. This has been like the last like eight <laughs> months for us. Like, we'll like hear everything. And uh, and like, so I'll go up to Christina. I'm like, so do we, are we, are we working? Do we know what we're working on? Yeah. She goes, I don't think we're getting it. I was like, oh, okay. And then somebody else was like, no, we're we're getting it. I was like, I don't believe anything <laughs> until I'm reading the script in yeah. my, like in front of my face, right, um, in front of a microphone, exactly, because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, I mean, that happens with like every show we work on. Somebody would be like, "Are you guys getting season two of such and such?" I'm like, I don't know. You guys know more than I do. I find out from Twitter when a fan's like, "So it's official," and I'm like, "Yay, I have a job." Uh, here's here's my question. Um, as you know, talking about the fact that like we grew up with it, how many people working as voice actors on on the the new dub? How many people were like huge Sailor Moon fans who were like freaking out? How many people were like, "What is? This? Oh, I'm new to this. Like, yeah. tell me about like um, who were the people who were kind of like new to it, and who were the people who like were bringing, dream come true? Yeah, um, like knowledge. I know that for Christina, uh, who voices Mars, um, like Sailor Moon was kind of the show that made her realize that she, that mm-hmm. voice acting was a job. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like inspired her yeah. to like want to be an actor and like, yeah. and do this. Yeah, she dressed as Sailor Mars for years yeah. and years. Yeah. Cause that was like her cosplay and, yeah. and all of that stuff. And then um, Amanda, I know watched that and actually played Sailor Jupiter in her backyard with all of Aww. her friends in her neighborhood. That's so cute. And um, we used to play Sailor Moon in my neighborhood too. <laughs> which I think is so cool. And I, I was telling her, I saw somebody at a convention that this woman came up with a little girl that was like six or seven and she was like, will you sign this? And the like wand was all beat up Aww. and she was like, this was mine and I'm giving it to my daughter as we're like rewatching the show. I was like, that's so cool. And Amanda was sitting next to me and Amanda goes, I wouldn't be giving my child any of my toys. <laughs> I was like, Amanda. <laughs> She's like, those are mine. <laughs> um, but like, so Amanda watched it. I watched it uh, growing up. I know Stephanie Shea, who voices Sailor Moon, did as well. Mm-hmm. Robbie, who voices Tuxedo Mask, said he was, I think he might have seen it earlier, but he was really talking about that he knew it in college. Like, all the like, guys would be like, there's yeah. a show going on, and they would like watch it. Yeah, my brother um, used to watch it with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah boys watch it. Um, but Boys totally watch it. They, they love it. They 
do because uh, a boy I grew up with in Oklahoma, he's a big fan of our show. His name's Cameron Otwell. Oh, yeah. Cameron Otwell was obsessed with Sailor Moon, and we watched it together when we when That's I lived so out there. Cool. Yeah. We were both 12 years old being like, oh, my God, Sailor Moon. You like Sailor Moon? I like Sailor Moon. Yeah. I, I have enjoyed, like, signing stuff, and, they'll, like, guys will come up with a, like, I don't know, some, like, masculine sort of, like, guy show as it quote-unquote, like, really – a lot of battle or whatever the case would be. I hate saying like a guy show, but like they don't like, I've done a bunch of girly shows, magical girl shows and like mean girl, peach girl was like a super girly show. My favorite is when guys will stand in line, they have their like masculine show on top and then underneath it's like all the seasons of peach girl and then <laughs> all of the Sailor Moon and they're like, do you just sign this like, quietly and I'm like you and Peach Girl and Sailor Moon I'm like own it dude you're the coolest guy at this convention because every girl can watch these shows with you Yeah, own it and you'd he was be, like you could be taking some exactly. of these girls yeah, home no if they knew. right yeah. but they're like nervous about it but I, uh, their guys are like so uh, Sailor Venus is totally my favorite and I'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you like, she's mine too yeah <laughs> she's mine too I feel like we're bonding yeah. I don't know what's happening did you yeah. show her your costume emma uh no it's in the closet but i just got components today i'm upgrading my sailor venus cosplay oh, um, so I, I just got some components in the mail to upgrade it i'm gonna be wearing it at WonderCon. so that's awesome nice. get ready i've never done cosplay but at the at uh katsucon the last convention i was at there is a fan that i have gone to a couple of conventions with and they're a wonderful uh family she like surprised me and she made me a sailor v cosplay oh yeah no way and i was like oh my gosh this is nuts like and she's like i hope you have orange shoes i was like i don't i so i'm, I'm gonna have to like figure out how to like put um. it together but i know like i always i don't like halloween because i wait till the last minute to mm. do a costume and i'm like I'm going to be Sailor V for every Halloween <laughs> yeah, from now from on. Now on. That's Dude. amazing. Um, so, yeah, I was, like, very excited. So I have yeah. to, like, figure out what I'm going to do. And I talked to Christina about it. She was like, I mean, I'll cosplay if we all want to do yeah. it at one convention. <laughs> that would be So really we're, like, cool. trying to figure out, like, how, if we can get all the sailors to go. The one that would be really hard that we always say, like, Kate is the unicorn. Um, Sailor Mercury. Because uh, she has kids and, like, she was the one at AX. She was like, like – People like know about our show. Like, it's like, <laughs> like a big deal, and uh, and she was like, I mean, I got here. And we were like, yeah, we were told we had to wear our colors, and she's like, I'm wearing my blue, and I, all these people are wearing blue too, and I'm like, thanks for liking her. I like her, <laughs> but she's the one who was like, not doesn't know very much about it, yeah. and she's like said at the panel, she goes, I'm sorry, how long has this show been going on, and you guys are like like super enthusiastic about it, like. This is a real thing. I'm like, okay, it's not an elaborate joke. No, no, um, nope. But yeah, awesome. no. She, she, um, she's hilarious, and she's like, I'm super excited to be a part of it. This is like one of the few conventions that I've gotten to go to. So mm -hmm. she was like blown away with how many people. She goes, I'm a little overwhelmed. Like, that's my color. Does that mean they like my character the best? I was like, oh, yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. And she's like. Wow. Come, yeah, let's do a giant picture of everybody that likes blue. Like <laughs> I like lo I love awesome. her so much. She's like such a dry sense of humor. It's amazing. She um, sounds like my kind of lady. Yeah, she's she's awesome and she's super like enthusiastic about the franchise. She's like all about it. She just like didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. didn't get it. That's awesome. <laughs> Which so is, awesome. And now that she knows, she's like 
100 percent on board. I'm like, mm-hmm. like she was walking around the rest of AX. She's like, I'm in Sailor Moon. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it so good. That is amazing. Oh so when you got cast, did you like immediately? They told you here, you need to go buy lots of orange clothes because no, <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I didn't know, and I didn't know what to do. I don't have a lot of orange. Uh, I've been told like when I'm like getting dressed people are like don't buy orange this is not a good color you know? and I'm like well what now too bad um, so I uh, they had told us like for AX you have to dress in your color and I was like okay well I need to find like a fun orange dress mm-hmm. I looked for like at least three months like every time I would go on any website I was looking for an orange dress and I was like that's not the right orange like it would either be too red mm-hmm. or like too pink and so it was the hardest thing possible. I ended up getting, it was the right orange, but it had some pink on it. Mm. And I was like, this is the best we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, so like now I'm always like looking for orange whenever I like I'll go out <laughs> somewhere. I'm like, oh, orange. My husband's like, hey, orange. Are we, are we buying it? Like, <laughs> woman, uh, is it Angeline, the, the lady that's famous in LA because she always has the pink car and she wears the Oh, pink. yes. The like you, Barbie girl. Yeah. yeah. So basically like the saga of your life is now like, like it needs to take my over. My quest for orange. Yeah. Everything in your home will be orange eventually. I, I started out, somebody gave me, it says like Live Happy and which is a magazine out of Dallas that I love but it, mm. they gave an orange coffee cup and then then somebody gave me like an orange shaker bottle because I always have a shake so like now I'm like armed with two orange cups at the beginning of the day and I showed up to a uh, my Sailor V session the other day and somebody was like I'm glad you're embracing the color and I was like I just just started happening. It was like a magnet. Like as soon as it happened, like orange stuff yeah. started coming to me. It's yeah. very weird. Uh, so now people are like, if people don't know the context of it, it's like, is she a Sailor Scout or is she a Power Ranger? Yeah, yeah. it's true. Though there never was an orange Power Ranger. No, oddly enough. Yeah, Maybe Power there Rangers should be now. Yeah, Power Rangers never really like branched out in their colors. No, like, they didn't. They like stuck in Power with Rangers, those. unlike in Sailor Moon, where they kept introducing like more and more Sailor yeah. Senshi, it was like in Power Rangers, it's like, nope, there's just these six colors, the end. <laughs> and then they just like recast and got uh-huh. like different yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And yep. this this time they're on a boat. This time they're in a forest. This time they're in space. I don't think they've ever been on a boat. I just felt like saying <laughs> Power Rangers. They, they should know. be. Uh, there's no there's, like. There's still power. Uh, there's still Power Rangers happening each yeah. and every day. Is there? Yeah. Well, is my, there, I have a friend in the in, in the recent Power Rangers. Dino yeah. Charge. Is it Dino? It is charge. Dino something. It's Dino, Dino Charge. What? Yeah, Dino there's Charge. It just happened. Everywhere? Yeah, and uh, oh it's and then set the in like next, the jungle or next something. season is on a boat. Yeah, it's uh, Power Maybe. Rangers, uh, <laughs> uh, Power Rangers Deep Sea Force. <laughs> I would not, I would not be surprised. <laughs> Whoa, that's totally plausible, that you guys. Really funny. Guys, there have to be like old Sequest sets kicking around. They oh, can, yeah, oh, they could do that. Magical. Absolutely. Film it at the Waterworld stage show <laughs> and use old Sequest props. That would be so. And like so affordable because I know they like film like in New Zealand. I yeah, think. yeah. Yoshi was Which gone I for don't like think can be that three cheap. months. No, but Yoshi was yeah, in I New Zealand know. for like That's three right, months you filming. Know a Power the, I did the Blue Power Ranger, and I went to college together. Christina knows him too. We all went to college. That's we were awesome. all in the theater department. Oh, together. I think she like mentioned that. Yeah, we're yeah. all very proud of precious baby Yoshi. That's so cool. Yeah, that is pretty neat. He's the best. I'm like so jealous of Johnny. Uh, Cause he's a Power Ranger and in Sailor Moon. Nice. <laughs> like what? Like Whoa. how do you even do that? Well, uh, so who does Johnny? Johnny play? is Artemis. Johnny Young Bosch. Oh, Artemis. oh yes. my God, Johnny! Yes, he, yes, yeah. Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah. That's right. Oh, he's the Black Ranger. Yeah. I have a huge crush on Adam. 
The Black oh, Ranger. Oh, the Black Ranger, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was hella my, cute. <laughs> my husband loves Power Rangers and he loves Pokemon. And so, like, I, I'll, like, tell him, I'm like, oh, I'm at a convention. This was before he really started going to conventions with me. I was like, yeah, I'm at a convention. I'm just, like, hanging out with Johnny and Bosch. And he's like, I'm sorry, the Black Ranger? <laughs> like, he didn't feel the need to, like, discuss that with right. me. Right. Or, like, <laughs> invite me to yeah. go with you. <laughs> See, now things are going to be very confusing for you. We, um, we make a joke on the show that um, the voice of Artemis from the old dub sounds like somebody's, like, cool new stepdad. <laughs> like, trying to, like, get along. From the so Deke deep dub. I yeah. really like that. So now, now you're... you're are gonna be sweet on uh, oh, cool no. stepdad. Oh, <laughs> That's amazing. This is why I'm not allowed to meet the beautiful people. Yeah. This, this whole bit, right? <laughs> Lavar yep. Burton came into the restaurant a few weeks ago, oh and I, I hid in a bathroom and cried. <laughs> Because as a child, I was obs- I watched Next Gen with my mom all the time. Yeah, Jordy yeah. LaForge, Jordy LaForge was my favorite. Yeah, and I, and mm-hmm. I was the only seven year old I knew who loved reading Rainbow because Jordy LaForge is the host. I mean, reading Rainbow, and he, is right? Rainbow. And he walked in and he took off. Like at first, it was just like, oh, new dude. All right, I'm gonna say hi. It's my job. He takes off his sunglasses, and I was like, oh god, <laughs> I'm not ready for <laughs> this. I can't talk to you. And I fumbled the <laughs> menus. Like my hands were suddenly rubber. <laughs> And he was just like, oh, I'm going to order some to go and have a beer at the bar. And I was like, uh, okay, uh, okay, uh, okay, okay, great. Sounds the, like a good They'll time. have menus for you there. <laughs> you know I you're not. in the bathroom and cried. You know you're not ready when your hands become mittens that are just <laughs> yeah, like, like hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my God. I've seen so much uh, Star Trek Next Gen since... Uh, since my husband and I got married because he loves that show. Yeah. And that's like, he'll watch that and that's like how he de-stresses from mm-hmm. the day. Oh, yeah. he, like, I can totally relate. Because like, <laughs> it's comfortable for him. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Like, I swear we've seen every episode. He's like, no, I haven't seen this one. I'm mm. like, no, I think we've seen this one. <laughs> yeah, I remember this um, one. Oh, man. But uh, my... Uh, we were we were watching it, and I was going to... A, I found out I was going to a convention, and I was like, oh, my gosh. There are going to be like three next gen people going to this convention and uh and john was like i'm not gonna be able to make it i was like you should you should come mm-hmm. but he couldn't get he couldn't get off work so my mom's going and then uh he found out <laughs> it was coming and he was like jason david frank from power rangers is coming. oh, oh no! and, and, Way. He, um, and my husband has been told that he looks um he looks very very similar to uh man and I like and I've said multiple times I'm like I think he's like the most attractive on the show which is good that he, my husband gets compared to him a lot I guess um <laughs> but now I can't like remember his name is it Jonathan Frakes is it Commander Riker it is Commander oh, Riker yeah. 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 thank you Riker is very yes. handsome yeah we have um we had a conversation one time where we we decided that for for um kids who watch Next Gen the moment you knew you had gone from being a girl to being a woman is the moment when you put away your crush on Wesley Crusher and started really love. looking yeah. at Riker. Riker's my favorite, I think, out of like all of the characters. I don't know. I mean, I do I do love Data. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Spider's amazing, super funny. Yeah. but I think it, I mean Riker is definitely the prettiest one. Yeah, oh, he yeah, for sure I mean. is. He's yeah, really he's pretty. an exceptionally attractive man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, unlike the weird boyfriend that uh, Minako seemed to be interested in, <laughs> and this is, I always do this. I like find I weird it. transitions. It's segues. It's it like, is segues on segues okay. on segues so, on the show. I'm always like, dot, 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 how is this going to go? I'm yep. so excited. <laughs> it's always a good time. It's yeah. always impressive. So too. basically, uh, on this podcast, we usually talk about an episode or collection of episodes. So we're not going to get too, too deep into this, but we did okay. want to talk a little bit uh, about an episode of the 90s anime oh, yeah. uh, that was what we were talking previously about how you were like, I don't know if I remember this. And this one you wouldn't because we never saw it we in the States it. until this one. Uh, but where I was going with that was basically the 90s anime like wrote an additional story it's unclear if like this is supposed to replace Codename Sailor V or oh yeah, yeah the like Sailor V flashback episode with uh, Alan with Alan yeah. and Katarina yeah um, which, which is like the most devastating episode <laughs> ever I know. this this child is fourteen years old and yep. she's already <laughs> faked her death what yes. is that what does that even no, no, no. mean but here's <laughs> here's the thing about her faking her death though is it's not like she no. got a Attacked by a Yoma. Right. It's not no. like she was engaged in a serious battle. Literally, someone just threw a grenade and she was <laughs> like, like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and when I'm we, really done. When we say threw a grenade, we mean it. that person does not relate to the story <laughs> no. anymore. No. Do they even appear on screen? No. No, no it was a... Dr- <laughs> My notebook has fallen off this table five times, but it was a, it was a run by grenading, right? A like the like the uh, the, the, by, uh, like the run by like, fruiting and the like, run by slashing, right? Well. It's exactly it's like the drive by slashing that ended the life of Prince Endymion in the in, Silver in, Millennium in, in Pretty Garden Sailor Moon. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was that was such a sad episode. <laughs> no, it is a sad. That's the thing is like Lola and I were talking about this, and we're like we're so on board with like the emotion behind yeah. this episode. Yeah. But, like, some of the specifics of the episode are a little ridiculous. I found it very funny that um, we don't see why the grenade happened. She doesn't defeat anything about no. the grenade. She's in an alley, and she's like, well, a grenade went off. And then just, like, crumbles. Yeah, yeah the and whole the building, building just crumbles. And she's like, oh, man, I survived. And then Alan and Katarina are, like, hugging. And she's like, oh, they like each other. Well, I'll just fade away. I'm done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't just live through a very traumatic experience. Yeah. I'm not, like, I don't know. I remember watching it, and the director, I was like, this is awful. And she was like, yeah, but she's, like, a minor. So, like, at what point yeah. did she think, like, this was really going to progress? And I was like, I don't oh, really need to hear this from wow. you right now. But, she, like, the, the director's very funny. She's definitely, she'll give me both sides of, like, this is why this would not work. But this is where this is where our heart wants yeah, to go with yeah. the show. But she'll like she just makes jokes and she's like, I mean, yes, obviously he would be attracted to the person his own age. Like yeah, we don't that's no, where it that goes. Is, that was one of the things I wondered when the episode started and she's yeah. like walking arm in arm and I was like, how old is this dude? And I kind of yeah. got a little upset because I was like, you leave that baby alone. Yeah. yeah. And then when him and Katarina like got all hugged up and I'm like, oh, oh, he's just like being like, like protective of yeah. Minako because she's so young. He does it's, love Katarina. Like okay. Older, it's like, like an older brother thing. I was so worried yeah. it was going to be like a lecherous thing. No, I was really nervous I, about it. I never felt like he had any feelings 
for her. It's funny that you brought up the thing about her being a minor because, like, yes, it made me a little uncomfortable, but at the same time, I was I like, I didn't think about it no. when I was doing the scene. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, 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 she's she's I'm fourteen. Like, she's mature. And she, yeah. Well, and that was and that actually was a thing that I liked about the episode was like sort of the conclusion of the story was Usagi being like, no, she's way more mature than any yeah. of us because yeah. like she's seen she, some shit. Because she's seen some shit. Yeah. She saw a grenade. Yeah, man. <laughs> she faked her. She faked her death at fourteen. She you guys invented her life. Yeah. I, I had a moment and then my brain, I like spun out a story and then my brain went, no, Lola, that's really stupid. Stop. <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, oh, because I've never seen this episode before. I thought, what if at the end we find out the person who threw the grenade was Alan? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, no, what show are you watching? Stop. This isn't Law and Order. Alan from the future came back <laughs> and threw, threw the, the grenade. grenade. <laughs> right? Right? Hey, we to, have a, let, to let her down easy. Yeah, we wow. have established that it's time not you, travel. It's me, grenade. But, I mean, time travels, time travels totally possible in the Sailor Moon yes, universe. Chibi Uso travels back in time to like prevent her terrible future. Yeah. And I just like really, I really don't, I mean, the fact that <laughs> for the same reason that Sailor Moon is so jealous of Chibiusa and and Tuxedo Mask, and I'm like, she's a child. Yeah, she's a baby. Yeah, exactly. Just settle down. Well, and it's like, and, and in this episode, like Katarina says to Minako, like, I didn't know that like you had feelings for oh, him. Totally. But the whole time I was recording it, I remember being like, she is a backstabber, and she's <laughs> she knew. I don't like her. And that's when the director was like, like you like need to scale it back just a little bit because you like want to end her. And I was like, I mean, yeah, yeah. she's like stolen my heart. I'm so mad. And she's like, she didn't mean it. I'm like, and I knew by the end of the episode it was going to come back mm-hmm. and she was going to be this awful villain. Right. And yeah, I was of like, course. Yep. Told you so. <laughs> I knew it. No, but I, I, I did like that. Like, Ultimately, like this story was the complete opposite, basically, of what yeah. we see with Usagi being totally. jealous of Chibiusa all the time, mm-hmm. where like Minako essentially acknowledges that she just wants Katarina to be back to being okay. She doesn't hate her. Yeah. Though I will say, even watching like the Japanese version and also watching the redub with you in it, like I I sort of felt, and this is this is now you coming forth and being like, I hated her. Like I it sort of makes so sense. Mad. But I feel like her Japanese voice actress hated her too. Yeah. Like I what? just like I don't you know. should call that lady up and like have a um a sit down at some point and be yeah. like, so how did you feel That's when you were going through this? Rips yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I uh, what I loved about the end of the show is I felt like for an emotional journey, because I think we did that all in like one session. Mm-hmm. I was like I really like felt like we really went on a roller coaster and there was a lot of uh like clarity and it concluded. I mean yeah. it wasn't like okay, now you're clearly living in angst. Like she no. she was okay with no, that. No, she yeah. let go. Yeah. And uh and I was like, I really appreciated that they let her have that arc rather than be like, men suck. And yeah. I'm going to find Alan forever. Right. Yeah. I agree. But that, I mean, I think that's something that actually is a reflection of how things are in the codename Sailor V manga, where yeah. it's like, she has all these terrible endings with men and she's never like, men suck. She's no. always like, she's like, that didn't work out. One. Time to move whatever. on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even in the first act of, of codename Sailor V, 
when uh, she finds out that oh, her yeah. first love is actually a Yoma. Yeah. She's like, whatever. There's lots of hot guys totally. in the universe. Which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, and like, uh, when I was reading it, I'm like, wouldn't it be like this, the, the guardian of love just like can't. can't. Yeah. Get, yeah. But, like, you would think if anybody was going to be really like bitter about something, mm-hmm. it would be her. Like, she's like, this is my thing, man. <laughs> Let me have my one thing. But I think that's it's her thing, so she doesn't need it. Like, yeah. like she doesn't need to yeah. seek it elsewhere. No. She's cool. Yeah, and, and that is something that I do really specifically like because I think that especially in stories that are like for girls, quote unquote, mm-hmm. a lot of it is about like a girl's journey to find her man. Exactly. Find or, the prince who will take care mm-hmm. of you. And also uh, having care, like girls at each other's throats. Yeah. yeah. Over a guy. So this one, you yeah. see a girl saying, hey, I'm not going to pursue this guy if he's into someone else, but also saying, also the girl is my friend. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, nobody's mazel fault. tov. Yeah. yeah. Of, and know. even even in the episode when they're fighting the Yoma version of Katarina and Usagi is like, she like broke your heart. Yeah, and, uh, like take her down. Yeah, and she's like, no, I want you to help her. Yeah. She mm-hmm. like begs her. Yeah. Yeah, like, she to, does. To save Katarina. And yeah. I'm just like, I have feelings. Yeah. So yeah. Everywhere right now. Yeah. <laughs> They're all Which, on the floor. Yeah, because Usagi mean, was like, I'm going like, to I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, take I'm her out. this bitch yeah, off. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I did write down that uh, Kunzite's hair in this episode keeps changing length. Yes, it does. <laughs> like, in the opening shot, it's like barely shoulder length. And then they like turn... I mean, turn the camera around, yeah, quote unquote. It's animation. Right. They don't yeah. turn the camera around. No, but like but all of a sudden, it's like crept down to about like elbow level. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Kunzite in, in the 90s anime uh, changes a lot. Yeah. Like his face, sometimes he looks like he's in Rosa Versailles. Sometimes he looks like, like there was a panel of him in uh, this episode where he looked straight out of DBZ. <laughs> Wow. Like there was a power okay. surge and his hair flew straight up. And I was oh, like, yeah. And yeah. he looked like Vegeta from Dragon Ball That's Z. That's awesome. Yeah. I have to like watch for things like that. Because there's been a couple of times where we'll watch things slowly and like just like just like letters being wrong or something. Or you'll be like, yeah. their legs are not the same. <laughs> yep. Yep. And this. And uh, I've, I have, like, somebody made a joke. They were like, that's the uh, B-team animator that came in while the A-team <laughs> Exactly. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. There sometimes are. So I think for that one, like, maybe DBZ animator maybe. had to fill in. Yeah, I they feel were like, like they'd uh, be in the same studio. Uh, they were happening at the same time. They were happening yeah. at the same time. And they were both Toei, so. Yeah, there you go. That's probably yeah. The DBZ yep. guy came in for He's that like, particular sequence. He's like, I'm going to do this and no one will know. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like we, need to make the, we need to make the men in this show look a little more like men. Yeah. <laughs> like, a little more masculine. Just. I was uh, I was very fond of the conceit. And uh, it's it's movie it's movie logic tv logic um that um cruise ships everyone just goes to bed and turns off the lights yes. oh yeah there's like nobody on it's that like, cruise ship it's like that same kind of kind of universe of like museums never have security guards yeah uh anytime on a tv show you are in a large open space there is never any sort of crew no there wasn't ever. even a, there's not even no, a janitor no, no. On for any noise or no anything. yeah, yeah. Like, okay, you could cool. just like <laughs> hop up on a cruise ship and like just do whatever you need to do. Well, because that was the thing was like that cruise ship, as far as I can tell, was just in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Like it was not in a harbor. Like why weren't there any people on well, it? And the, like the whole open bar scene. Yeah. 
does nobody get paid to like feed people? Yeah, or <laughs> mixed drinks. Well, right. What? No one on cruises enjoys drinks at the nighttime, right? No. No. They sleep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody just goes to bed, I mean, right. locks their doors. Sunbathing. <laughs> yeah. yes. Like this is obviously it's an animated universe. It's the same kind of uh conceit where the Ninja Turtles or anyone set in New York can just like hop down into the sewers and it's just like right. a city that you walk around in that isn't a sewer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I just I really liked that it was just sort of like they just like parked the boat for the night. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, all right, good night, everybody. <laughs> hey, should Bye. we leave like a, a pilot? Should we mm-hmm. have someone steering like, the no, wheel? No. 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 We're good. <laughs> It's fine. Should we like block that ladder up the side? Nah, it's good. Cool. There's some sailor people. I'm it's all. Like, <laughs> is like an English. Is an English cop going to like come back with us? Oh, we don't count passengers. Yeah. Just give her a room. <laughs> I did. I did love two things. Number one, that Katarina's um, like Interpol outfit in the flashback to being in England. Police officers do not dress like that. She looked like Officer Jenny. She did. She looked like Officer Jenny. Uh, and also that Usagi, when they like commandeered the speedboat, number one, okay, so this is a slight problem I have with the 90s anime, which is that like, there are a lot of episodes of people getting possessed and turning into Yoma. We know that like moon healing escalation is the answer. Right. Why do we not just do that immediately? I thought we agreed that it was like a like a Pokemon situation where you can't catch them oh. until their HP is down. Like, I, you can't heal them, them until their HP is down. I feel like down. that was something we talked about in because we recently did an episode with uh, Kelby's fiance and our oh, friend Adam yeah. where we talked about cute high earth defense club love which is a magical boy anime and in that series they do make it clear that you gotta like wear them down a little yeah, bit before you can you love can... shower them which oh, is okay. essentially moon healing escalation yeah, yeah. are you have you heard of earth, earth defense club at all I haven't you <laughs> should watch it okay it's amazing it is just it's bo- a it's love boy letter moon. it is yeah. a love letter oh, to magical yeah. girl tropes. yeah that's it's, awesome yeah I mean you've done a lot of magical girl work and you are yeah. a magical girl fan so you yeah you so you would totally dig it, it. you dig okay, it for okay. sure and um Funimation has the um the streaming rights oh yeah so. they do oh, okay. yeah yeah so they're getting it some they're simulcasting it yeah awesome yeah I'll have to watch it um I know so many guys male voice actors who are like I want to be a magic. <laughs> well, I cannot. Well, now, they, now they have a show. Now they can. Now they I can. literally need the show to be dubbed I need today. It. I need it. <laughs> but going back to what I was actually talking about, the, that I get frustrated that like they don't immediately jump to Moon Healing Escalation. Right. Instead, she's like, let's get on this speedboat and run away. And she turns herself into a sailor. A seagull sailor. Yeah, she said. What does that mean? I don't know. What's a seagull sailor? Did they give you any, like, liner notes for the script that, like, explained? No. Sometimes we get some really awesome, like, writer notes where the writer will say, like, I don't understand. Or, like, normally normally we get get the writers, like, very good about any content. Yeah. They'll just say, like, um, I cannot make these flaps fit with the small amount of words that we have. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Good luck. Oh. Um, or like I my I think my favorite one was 45 minutes later on the same line. I don't care. Make this fit the flaps. Thank you. And I, like, I don't think that that's happened for Sailor Moon, but that's definitely happened for another show. Yeah. I know some of the call outs. It's like it has to be this call out. Yeah. There are 80 flaps. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> make that make it work. work. No joke. Uh, because the the one of the things that we talk about uh, is that I literally knew nothing about Japan. My uh, and so all of the things from anime that I would watch, that, like that would be dubbed, I'd be like, oh, that's a thing, and then I would find out it was not. I remember thinking <laughs> from the early Speed Racer dubs that people in Japan talked really fast and laughed really weird because mm. in the early Speed Racer they would have to make things fit. Yeah, and so it'd be like. You yeah, are going to did. lose this race because I am the fastest racer. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, that's, that's I guess that's so weird. I guess that's what Japan is like. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like definitely with the, uh, as, as, um, there's been more and more of an American audience for for dubs mm-hmm. that it's become more of an art form to like I totally instead agree instead of just talk really fast and get it all in, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, you do have writers that are like, really doing their best and they'll some of them will sit there forever and that's one of the things that I love as an actor is like how many different ways can I say this one line or that we can come up with mm-hmm. a rewrite and like because there are so many different ways to say I love you or something to match right. the flaps mm-hmm. and I'm like and match the expression on their face and I'm like how many different ways can I say this and it's such a it's so much fun for me that now when I've done like animation where there have been no flaps mm-hmm. I'm like I, I could do it a different way. And they're like, no, that was fine. No, that was great. And I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Like, yeah. I want to try a different way. Like, <laughs> see what works best. Um, but uh, so it's so fun to get to have the context of the animation and get to make it fit. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you, have you worked, uh, and obviously you have worked the other way where it's yeah. like you're recording the voice and then they're animating it. Yeah. Mm. And the in those cases, I really like when there is a person mm-hmm. in the, the the other person in the scene is there because mm-hmm. for anime oh we don't yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so when it's just me and I am just reading off the script mm-hmm. I really love when there's another person mm-hmm. there because then we can banter back and forth we're not yes. bound by any animation we yeah. can do like a joke mm-hmm. that's not always the case because it's more expensive yeah. to have everybody mm-hmm. there for like four hours yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. the case would be yeah but I can imagine that when you are dubbing something at least you have that frame of reference yeah. in front of you of like, I can see the other people yeah. in the scene and with I me. and I know how they're going to respond. Yeah. And in, for a show like Sailor Moon or like Fairy Tale that mm-hmm. I've worked on a lot, I know, even if Todd hasn't come in to record, I know how he's going to say yeah, the line of course. is Natsu. I know how Tia is going to say the line. And the director knows the same thing. Um, and the writer also knows like, okay, I'm writing, I've had a writer say like, well, I know when I'm writing for you, I can add like 15 extra flaps because you talk really fast. <laughs> um, but like that's not always the case when it's an actor that I haven't worked with or I don't know what the animation right. is going to be. Totally. And I know he could make or she could have a really interesting choice. And if I wasn't expecting that, then that's a lost joke or mm-hmm. that's a missed opportunity. Um, so that's when I like really have to trust the director of like, I know kind of where I want this to go, but they don't even know like some of those like surprise moments that mm-hmm. are so fun. They can't anticipate that. No. So. Mm-hmm. Do you find it weird to go in and record like reaction sounds? <laughs> like, yeah. like breathing sounds? In the then. beginning I did. Like in the beginning I I was like, mm, this is not – because like girls are raised growing up to like not really make weird noises. Mm-hmm. Like it's appropriate <laughs> so for guys to no, do that. That's so right. But like girls yeah. do it as kids and the, like people are like, please don't do that. 
mm-hmm. but like a boy, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Boys when I like grunt and yeah. sigh, make and- machine gun noises, yeah, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, and so when I went in to record, I was like, felt very like didn't care about talking, but I became very conscious of like the window and everybody staring at me whenever I had to do a reaction, mm-hmm. and I hated it. And like now. Um, like fight scenes are my favorite. I just like to <laughs> see awesome. how far we can get on the page and like just like do reactions all over the place. And uh, I don't even look at the script anymore when it's like for fight scenes. I'll be mm-hmm. like, can I watch it? And I'll see kind of what's happening. And then I'll just react to the screen. And I'm like, oh, I think this is what she's going to do. And if they want a different sound, we go for it th- that That's way. Awesome. But it's way more – I think it's way more liberating – um, then uh, reading lines sometimes because mm. I don't have to think about what the words are going to be. Like, yeah. I can just react. Totally. If she's jumping, then I'm going to jump. And mm-hmm. if she's getting stabbed or thrown into a wall, those are my favorite. It's like the impact into the yes. wall, like slide down. Yeah. Can we I get, can we get a good, like, just a, an, a, an <laughs> off the cuff? Like a like, slamming <laughs> yes. into let's the hear wall. A, yeah. Let's hear a slam into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now you have to pay her twenty dollars for that. Oh, yeah. uh, so, how much Sailor Moon have you guys recorded at this point? Are you allowed to Are you say? Allowed to say? Yeah, that's. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know. Uh, I can say that we're working on R. Awesome. Um, because I know that they announced uh, some of the cast members. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Cool. Yes. So we're pretty. Um. Trying to think of what um, I, I want to start lying to the viewers and being like, she's winking meaningfully. <laughs> yeah, she's holding up pieces of paper with information on them. They have I'm recorded them the entire s- list of <laughs> all of the episodes. They've recorded all of Sailor Stars, and they are working on Sailor Moon Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> she's showing Fingers us a video of them recording Sailor Moon Crystal together. She has produced. She's produced the voice actor for Sailor Uranus from her purse <laughs> and given her to she me as a like gift. Thumbelina. <laughs> and I will take her home. Um, I will say, like, I just started working on, and I think that happened, like, pretty early in our... Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten to do a little bit of the crazy side of Sailor V, like the wild and like kind of goofy side. Mm-hmm. So that's been very fun and that's been very new and very early um, in the process. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I can be like wacky because I've done that for other yeah, characters. Totally. But she's always like so serious and reserved yeah. and like the big sister and yeah. like looking out for everybody. And every like now her. and then she says something funny. Yeah. Um, but then there's a couple episodes where you'll go, well, she's like really funny. Mm-hmm. She's like really crazy. Yeah. Um, I will say somebody made a comment when they were, um, it was like another director that came in and they were like, I thought Sailor Venus was like smart. She seems like really, like she seems really clueless in these episodes. And I like looked over, I was like, that is rude. Take it back. And he, was like, he goes, I mean, like, think what she did. I was like, she's funny. Yeah. She is a comedian. I don't want to hear this from you. And he was like, Jeremy, you are very protective. I was like, yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I am now don't, this person. Don't call her stupid. I will cut you. Like, I was like, he was like very tentative. And so like throughout the day, he was like, I mean, I think Sailor V's lovely. I was like, you don't. You have done enough. You are it. You are done. Son, just don't. Yeah. Well, I always I always thought it was very charming in the, the 90s anime when she would 
just like really try to get like a saying right mm-hmm. and she just like I couldn't that. I like that too it. that she always messes up idioms there's a character my parents love watching that that NCIS show and there's a character on that <laughs> Which show one? Does there's that. like nine that of them NCIS show. the one oh where there's God. the is I don't the I, one with the one with the cops okay perfect <laughs> it's the one with the, the Israeli the Israeli uh, woman and she always has she's really really smart it's like the mm, same kind of character yeah. where she's like really tough and smart but there's just like, just because something is like slightly lost in translation, yeah. like you know what they meant yeah, to say. It. And it's very funny when people sincerely get an idiom slightly yeah. wrong. Yeah. And I always like, that's one of the things I love about her because I have mm-hmm. always loved quotes, like inspirational quotes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have them all over the place to the point that my husband will say like, do we need like all 50 of these <laughs> on one board? And I'm like, yes, they're genius. Um, so I, when she, they were like, yeah, her thing is like quotes. I was like, stop it. We're the same person. I am an animated person. Um, but then when she would like get them wrong, I was like, this is so endearing. Cause she like tries and she would always have like, if anything, I feel like there's not enough of that, of her like, I've got a quote to fix the situation. And yeah. Like, You're wrong. She's like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I agree. I could definitely do with more I of that. I think it'd be so well, fun. I like that it's such a like specific detail that makes her like a funny, quirky oh, character totally. without making her just a ditzy blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I don't feel like that she's, I don't feel like she's a ditzy. Not I don't at all. Think, I think she's mm-hmm. very intelligent and she like, I mean, everybody has things that they're really, really good at. Um, but I, I think I'm smart in some ways. But if you wanted to ask me like a science question, I have no idea. Yeah. This, um, this also goes right back to that that thing we were talking about with like how when you have one character who's the girl and she mm-hmm. has to be everything. Yeah. When yes. you have an entire cast of women, you can have someone who's good at this thing and not good at this human. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is awesome. Right. And I know that was uh, something that Amanda had talked about is she had said when she first watched the show, she's like. Wait, so I can be a tomboy and I can like cooking? Mm-hmm. Like I can do both of those things? Yeah. yeah. I thought you had to do, if you like to be like a, if you like to bake cookies, then you had to be like super girly. But I like to play basketball and bake cookies. Mm-hmm. Like that's allowed. Yep. Um, And I was like, that's actually very true and very empowering. And that uh, like Sailor V is totally into... Um, what I guess now would be like the whole celebrity culture and like she's yeah. obsessed like she would probably play the Kardashians she probably, she probably would play the Kardashians all the time she would be all up on Instagram oh, <laughs> every meal she ate would, would be go on Instagram, Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but like th- that's okay like nobody picks on her about it no like, not at it's all it's just like Okay, that's her. Mm-hmm. And she still goes and saves the world and she still takes care of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the other thing that I love about her is like she's always, I love every episode where she has to like take care of or be around a child. I feel oh, like yeah. she, for some reason, I think she handles children better than any of the other guardians. <laughs> yeah. Um, certainly better than Usagi. I think mm-hmm. Usagi's generally like, I'm done with you. Yeah. Um, but I love the whole episode. I don't remember what number it's it the was. one. I, I think I know the one you're talking about though, where she's like trying to make Sailor V relevant again, and there's all those like yeah. little kindergarten all those, kids. Like, kindergarten yeah. kids. <laughs> the kids are so over Sailor yeah. V and they're all about Sailor all Moon. Over, yeah, and, and she's they were like that one little girl was like, I love Sailor Moon. She's like, Well, that's awesome. And she's like totally got their back and goes to the school yeah. and like whole speech. And I thought it was like so cute. But like anytime that she has that she's around kids, I, I'm like, oh, that's so fun. Cause I taught, uh, I taught like 
kindergarten, preschool, yeah. and dance and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my gosh, we have this connection. Yeah. But what frustrated me so much is she like handles so much of that battle, saving all those children. Yeah. Sailor Moon shows up and they're like, we love you, Sailor Moon. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Who has been here the whole time, children? <laughs> it's like when mom's been staying it's home all so day true. playing with the kids and dad, dad shows up. Yeah. That's, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, fine. Mama Sailor Bee's just good. She's just here. Fine. Okay. <laughs> so besides Sailor Moon, obviously, which is a huge project that you're still in the process of working on, is there uh, anything else you're working on that you want to mention? Um, well, I'm working on a lot of fairy tale. Yes. Um, I saw some clips of fairy tale. I've not watched it, but I saw some clips of it and I saw the character that you do the voice yeah. of and I was like, I love her. I want to cosplay it's that character. Super, it's a super fun show and I, there's so many episodes. <clears throat> episodes like I think we're uh I don't know we're over 150 episodes and there's like more to come Mm -hmm. which is great um so I've had a really good time I think I was talking to the director and I've like played that character for five years now which is insane wow Wow. that's like you you could be sending that child to kindergarten (laughs) I know um so yeah it was that's been really cool so I'm still working on that show um, I am now starting to work on uh, Sword Art Online 2. Oh, um, excellent. Which is really fun to get to go back and work on that. I'm really excited about the um, Mother's Rosario arc. The, it's like super emotional. Nice. I love doing all the funny, super funny, wacky stuff, but I really love doing the like really serious mm-hmm. where you're like, this could be a movie. Mm-hmm. Like this is so honest. I literally just started watching Sword Art Online. I'm like two episodes in. Oh my gosh. And I love it. Yeah. I'm like, this is exactly what would happen if this actually happened. It, it you and Sam so, should watch it together. It is so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, well, and the girl you do the voice of, what is it, Asuna? Yeah. Yeah, so she was, a re- like, recently voted. There was, like, this list, I think, on Kotaku of, like, the best, like, anime heroines, and she was on oh, that no list. Way. Yeah. Cool. She was, like, number two, like, oh, after Mikasa awesome. from Attack oh, on Titan. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, uh, I, th- with that show, I'm like, this is, <laughs> Bryce and I were talking, and he goes, yeah, it's kind of an action anime, but it's actually really more of a, like, an honest love story. Yeah. Like, the stuff that they go through... Um, with their relationship. I love their loyalty. Um, and like, I was working on that show probably like, um, I probably, yeah, like the entire time that I was engaged. And so I was like, this is like a fun, it's crazy how like certain shows like show up in my life. And I'm like, I'm kind of like dealing with this mm-hmm. or this is very resonant in my life. I can really relate to these things. Um, and so now I feel like their relationship is depicted very honestly um, sometimes to the point where you're like, wow, they're kids. Like the only way this could happen is like in, uh, in a gaming world. Yeah. Um, but then there were some episodes where I, I, I wish that they had like elongated the first season. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like there were so many things that we could have like gone through, but I know they weren't sure how the series was going to go. So they were like, let's just get it all mm-hmm. done. If it does well, we'll do another season. Um, but I'm like, Man, I just want to like live with these characters a little bit, uh, yeah. a little bit more. Um, so we're definitely going back and working on on that, which has been really cool. Um, and I'm really hoping to get to see her like 
kick a little more ass. Because mm-hmm. we got, and that's the thing that I love about that show. She's super strong, mm-hmm. really powerful, one of the most powerful in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, even, like, not even most powerful woman, just, just most powerful, powerful the in end the game. person. Yeah. And then a lot of people had a hard time with it because they said, well, now she kind of, like, took mm-hmm. a back seat and she's, like, being, like, a wife-girlfriend. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's how... I feel like women's lives work. We go through stages where we're like, you know, running things Mm -hmm. and we go through stages where we're being a caretaker Mm -hmm. and the fact that we can be both in one show is really awesome and uh, I feel like uh, Bryce's character, Kirito, kind of has some moments of that where he gets to be the caretaker and mm-hmm. kind of take a backseat. Yeah. Which I feel like that needs to be depicted more. Yeah. Not just in anime, but in, in film general. In general. Yeah. I, where that, men can be a caretaker. It, that is absolutely 100% one of the things that I find so attractive about Sailor Moon, particularly the yeah. manga and Sailor Moon Crystal, where like Mamoru really is mm-hmm. a supportive character. Absolutely. Yeah. He's 100% on board with her. All the time, yeah. like, and and very much plays that self-sacrificing, supportive yep. role. Like, if your strength isn't enough, I will lend you mine, not, I'll handle this, babe. You right. know what no, I mean? Totally. So, and, I, and, like, that's what I've told somebody. I'm like, <laughs> Amanda made a comment that her dad was watching the series, and um, he was like, is that all he does? <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, in all honesty, like, oh. I've been watching the show and, like, re-watching it again, and, like you said, he will... Like, say, I'm not going to be around because it's safer for you if I back off. Yeah. Which is very, like, like he could say, like, no, I want to be with you all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. but he's not. Yeah. And I think that's really, uh, that shows the strength of him as a male. Yes. It's all about her taking care of her right now. Yeah. And I'll be here, but I need to back off. Yep. Um, and I, I think that's really admirable. I know we all give him crap about it, but like, like, dude, where, where are you? You just like bailed. Yep. But that's kind of how it works. Like, you know, well, in, in, in my life, in, in experiences I've had, I'm like, Man, I had that friend who just like totally left. Like he was not around for a while. Yep. And then he like showed back up. I'm like, where were you, dude, when I needed you? But it's like, mm-hmm. no, you didn't need yeah, me. Yeah, you, you actually did to didn't. learn how yeah. to get through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, that's what I do. I think he's he's very well um very well written in the show. Yeah. And like it's all a it's a it's a girl empowerment show. Yeah, it's it also really like is. he's a very empowered guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like if he wasn't a strong guy, they wouldn't love him yeah. and like wouldn't be like oh he's so beautiful and sparkly <laughs> <laughs> which he is just to I clarify mean, like he is I'm not just saying it. he's sparkly well and it's also something where um in terms of the kind of men that are portrayed like we talked about like how like uh girls in a lot of shows you don't see like different versions of being a girl and yeah. the thing that you don't really see depicted is men who are nurturing personality types mm-hmm. as opposed to like um, the one oh, word answer, like yeah, oh, fine. yeah, mm-hmm. and like like the hunter provider man, yeah. like mm-hmm. some some guy, like we all know so many men that are like, hey, I've got your back, but like, okay, you're having a day, like I'll go home and you come find me when you need me, and I've, I'll have snacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't see that guy on screen very no. much, no. and I think Tuxedo Mask is kind of the first time most of us saw. Yeah, totally. I totally that. agree. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. 
awesome. He's a good guy. He is good. <laughs> Robbie's, Robbie's gonna be like, well, look at those. Got a got a little table full of ladies. We got some sweet on you. At, at every convention, that's like that's not even a joke. It's like there'll be girls that are like. I'm in love with Tuxedo Mask, and Robbie's just, like, handing out hugs. Like, I'll walk around, like, a bitch, and I'm like, that's, like, every time I see Robbie, there's a line of girls, like, that either want to stare at him or hug him. I get it. It's fine. I just think it's hilarious. Well, I, even though this was a uh, Sailor Venus-centric episode, I think what more positive note to end on than talking about how wondrous Tuxedo Mask is. <laughs> right? That's the way everything should Because really, right? really, just every day should end with us appreciating. Well, that's, what, that's what Venus, that's what Sailor V really wants. Yeah. It's her own tuxedo She mask. really does. She just needs a guy that's not going to be a villain. Right, who's not yeah. going <laughs> to be a villain. Turn into a monster. Yeah. Or... I want yeah. a man that won't throw her off the edge or, yeah. or uh, fall off the edge of a cliff and tell her that her love is going to be doomed forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is up with that? Dick move. I remember yeah. being like, harsh. Yeah. Like, that is so not okay. Yeah. And she's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Fine. I'll bounce back. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, that's in, uh, to clarify, in the end of Codename Sailor V, uh-huh. uh, basically, there's this guy uh, who is a reincarnation of Adonis who was a soldier on Venus, but now he's Dan Barite and he's part of the Dark Kingdom. But he goes by some other name when he's He's Ace. pretending. Oh yeah, Ace yeah. Kaito when he's pretending to be Never an idol. Trust a guy named Ace. Ace. No. no. No, but basically like he comes up with this elaborate plot because he was in love with Sailor Venus in the past and she never even knew who he was. And so then he's like, I'm going to make her fall in love with me in this lifetime and then I'm going to die. No. <laughs> so oh that, God. So that she'll know my pain. Uh, and yeah, so basically like in the end, like he's a villain and she fights him and she's about to like knock him off the edge of a cliff and she tries to rescue him. Uh, and he's like, nope, I'm dying. I'm but before I die, I'm going to just tell you your final uh, love fortune, which is, and I quote, I'm reading this directly out of the manga. You will be hopeless when it comes to love for all eternity. Oh, <laughs> I really feel like there needs to be like. Another sequel. I know. The redemption of Sailor V's love life. Yeah. So basically he's like, he he gives her a paper cut. And then as he is facing eternal doom, he's like, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Uh, Lemon. Lemon. (laughs) Little lemon in that before I go. It's in this experience that Sailor V truly awakens as Sailor Venus and she remembers everybody and she gets all her memories back. And that's, of course, where she starts in Sailor Moon. But that is uh, where our podcast. The price she pays. It is. It's the price she pays. And now you know the rest of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and if you don't know the rest of the story, you Mm. can watch it. You should watch it. It's all on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Uh, Slowly but surely, they're releasing all of the American episodes. uh, uh, Not all the, well, dubbed. Let me rephrase that. (laughs) They're they're every week. The the 90s anime is getting released like two episodes on Hulu. And uh, periodically, they do have the new dub on there. Um, Yeah, for like a limited time, they do. Yeah, they always release it for a limited amount of time. So they did that with the uh, first part of the series. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll see that with R as well. they do Moonlight Parties. I don't know when they're going to do this. Oh. Moonlight Parties. You know, usually like 
hang out and watch a few of the new episodes and they have like prizes and oh i did we, not know about where, these. where are these moonlight parties um, this entire table is very interesting i know i have to figure out like when i'll have to ask when we're doing another one. Oh yeah like, we we all watched uh all the sailors scouts have gotten together and watched them together oh and nice to the to the like the moonlight parties. Yeah, the moonlight party oh, that's that I guess fun. Is on Mrs. website or oh, another, cool. Their All YouTube right, channel or something. We'll have to investigate yeah, that some more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that uh, you should be watching that. Also, whenever it is the dub on there, you should watch that so you can hear Sherry <laughs> be Sailor Venus because well, she's thank awesome. You. <laughs> Uh, get the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, get the get get the Sailor V game, <laughs> and maybe someday they'll do an American version of that, and then you can be the oh, voice of Sailor V in the game. <laughs> that would be everything. Yes. I would be like a Kardashian. <laughs> my sister will Instagram it. Yep. Uh, so, Jeremy, where can we like find you on the internet if we wanted to like internet stalk you? Um, I am on the interwebs uh, at. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Sharemy Lee. Um, on Facebook, I don't know what the like the actual thing is, but it's just Sharemy Lee, and I'm on Facebook that way. I might have to get a new one because I have like a f- I have my friend page, and I think um, they do fill I'm up. Kind of maxed out. Yeah, so I'm yeah. just gonna get another one so I can add people again. And I'll post <laughs> Lee too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Also, <laughs> also Sharemy Lee. I don't know how to do that, but. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at CLK Star, and I have a YouTube channel as well, but I have to get better about posting videos. <laughs> so if anybody has any ideas for me to post videos, you can send them to me via Twitter so that I know what to make videos about. Um, so yeah, I guess that's uh, that's me on the internet. Fantastic. Ooh. Are you uh, going to any cons or anything upcoming soon where people um, could come see you? Yes. I will be in Toronto um, uh, next weekend. Um, I think that's Toronto Comic Con. And then uh, I'm going to Anime Boston, Ooh. Uh, which I'm very excited about. I hear and that's a good one. Then, yeah, that's that was the first convention I ever went to. So this will be the third time that I'll be going back. And then um, I'll be going to Toricon, which I believe is in uh, Rochester, New York. Um, that was a really fun convention, so I'm excited to go back. And uh, then I have a couple other ones that will be happening. I think I'm going to Canada again, maybe. I'm going to Dallas uh, in May. So what you're saying um, is you have no plans and you've got lots of free time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I, th- I think there's conventions that are like slowly happening, and I – at least it's not what it was a couple of years ago, which I had an amazing time. Mm. But I would just show up at the airport very ill-prepared for where I was going. <laughs> I went to 13 conventions in 12 weeks. Oh, wow. So I would just, like, show up at the airport and be like, where am I going today? <laughs> Colorado. It's December. You packed tank tops. <laughs> Where's the target? Like, that was my life for, like, 13, 12 weeks. So. Oh, man. <laughs> Lola, how can we find you on the internet? I am on the Tumblr, and I'm on the Twitter at at Unwinona. And if you're interested in some good old-fashioned cult comedy theater and you happen to be able to find your way to Long Beach, I'm in the stage version of Wet Hot American Summer. Huffington Post enjoyed us. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to know. And, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> where 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 is that specifically? You said oh, yeah. Long Beach, but <laughs> oh, is there more than one thing in Long Beach? Oh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty small, right? And besides yeah. that, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Oh right, yeah, right. right. <laughs> uh, that is at the Garage Theater in Long Beach. Go to thegaragetheater.org. Um, or literally just look up Wet Hot American Summer, the play. We're the only people who have ever done it. Oh, sweet. Kelby? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Real Feminerdity, as in for realsies, and um, on Tumblr and Instagram, Feminerdity. One word, like Cher or Madonna. Femininity. <laughs> I I'm sorry, y'all. I don't have anything interesting going on in my life right now. <laughs> I will be working on Labyrinth really soon, the Masquerade cool. Ball. But yeah. I mean, that's not gonna happen until summertime. But I'm gonna start working on it soon. Yay! Yay. And you can find me on Twitter at Emma Fife. It's my name. Uh, not complicated. Uh, <laughs> you can also watch me every Thursday on the AfterBuzzTV.com Face Off After Show. That's at approximately 8:05 p.m. Face Off airs on Tuesdays, but our show is on Thursdays, so you can watch that. You can also find that on YouTube and on iTunes. And starting uh, this coming Sunday, actually, though by the time this podcast airs, we'll have already done our first episode. I'm also going to be hosting the wrap-up show for the new Transformers series, Ooh. Robots in Disguise. Uh, so that'll be really cool. Apparently, we're going to have some of the like actors and creators Sweet. and stuff on the show, nice. uh, which means that I'm Darren Crist as a voice in it. So uh, oh, to hang out. Oh. <laughs> ask him if he likes Sailor Moon. I will ask him if he likes <laughs> Sailor Moon. <laughs> and then he can come and, and then he can come out. Yes. And, and then we're going to experience me not knowing what to do with my hands because they've turned into mittens. <laughs> There and will be has, a lot of heavy breathing. In and I just want to clarify, this has nothing to do with Glee and no. everything to do with a very Potter musical. Yes. Um, yes. This is about Star Kids, son. Yep. Uh, she may or may not sh- show up in her uh, Ron. Oh, it's in the closet. We can her Ron right Weasley now. costume. If anyone is wondering awesome. if, if, if I have a very Potter uh, sequel Ron Weasley cosplay, I do. <laughs> I do we with Red Vines. wonder no more. Yeah. It has Red Vines and a headband. It's pretty great. That's you awesome. can also find this podcast on Twitter at LNJPod. That's letter L is in love, letter N is in Nancy, standing for all of the word and, and letter J as in Justice Pod. Uh, and we're also on Facebook, we're on Tumblr, and we're on iTunes where you should subscribe to us. So and write a review. And write a review because we love hearing what you guys think. We really do. <laughs> uh, though, we have, though we have been getting a lot of Twitter interaction with fans lately, yeah. which has been really nice. Uh, and Actually, one of our fans, uh, she keeps changing her name on Twitter. It was Bunny Cartoon for a while. Now it's Sleepy Bunny. She's really cool, and she like promoted our podcast in multiple places. Aww. I tweet, I tweeted something about it being my birthday, and she was like, and I was like, send gifts. Or send me Amazon gift cards. And she was like, I promoted, I'm trying to promote your podcast everywhere. Is that cool? I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> so that's thank better. you, thank you, thank you, fans, for listening. We love you so much. Thank you so much, Jeremy, oh, for being here. Yes, for you. Out. Yeah. Awesome. You were just so an absolute fun. delight. You're, the you're best. amazing. You can come, you can come back anytime. Anytime you, you want. You can hang Don't out in my apartment. <laughs> I'll be here all the time. 25 episodes later with special guest Jeremy Lee Never again <laughs> that tent is still set up in the corner <laughs> we thought it was a bird that was living on our porch and now it's Sherry <laughs> but they have solar powered 
red lights. <laughs> we do. Uh, oh and it all comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll talk to you all again soon. <laughs>